Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Managing Mutual Podcast. This is your host, Keon Sobani, and on today's show, I'm going to be joined by former Real Madrid player Jeremy, who played for the club from 1999 to 2002, and in his last year, which is technically 2002-2003, he was on loan to Middlesbrough. Uh, but in the time span he played for Real Madrid, he played for with so many great players, from Zidane and Figo to Roberto Carlos to Redondo to Raul, and he had a lot of great stories, some nice anecdotes of Raul in training, relationship with Zidane and Del Bosque, um, how much he admired Redondo, and just to give you a glimpse of how underrated this guy was, years after Del Bosque left, he went on to say that the two most important players in the Galactico era were actually Steve McManaman and Jeremy mostly because they unified the team. And when you think about the players that Real Madrid had from 99 to 2002, it's just a telling statement from Del Bosque. And part of the reason why this interview came into being was because two weeks ago, or whatever it was, myself, Omarvin, and Matt Wilty, we rewatched the Classico from 1999. And that was obviously the iconic Raul Shush celebration game where he scores late, puts his fingers to his lips, and silences the Camp Nou completely. That game, by the way, if, if people ask sometimes, like, what's the classical we should go back and watch or show our friends? That's the one. There was so much tension and so much back and forth action that that, that really goes down and was one of the best classicals of all time. So, long story short, Jeremy started that game with Savio on the flanks. Part of the reason was because Steve McManaman was not available that day and Clarence Seedorf was on the bench. Del Bosque went with some width and Jeremy was on the right wing just ahead of, ahead of Michel Salgado. And he had such a great two-way performance on the wing that we were all kind of really impressed by it, watching it 20 years later. And I just decided to reach out to Jeremy. And he accepted to come on the podcast, and we had a really fun conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview. And just some housekeeping stuff, patreon.com slash managing. We're still going really strong there. Once we get to 1,000 patrons, we're giving away a signed Cristiano Ronaldo jersey and uh, a bunch of other prizes. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash managingmadrid. We are relentless with our content, both on Patreon, both on the weekly free episodes, and also on managingmadrid.com. So there's a bunch of great features right now. And uh, keep your eyes peeled because I'm writing an article on, uh, on, I guess, some of the players that aren't on the roster technically, but they could come in and realistically help Real Madrid because I get a lot of questions on like what's going to happen with Atraf and Odegaard and Mbappe and Kamavinga so I basically compiled all those players written in detail about them from their tactical fit their performances this season what they bring to the table what their contract situation is the reality of their futures all of that so keep your eyes peeled on managingmadrid.com that should be up in the next couple days or so so uh, make sure you go check that out and without further ado, this is the Managing Madrid podcast with Real Madrid player, former Real Madrid player, Jeremy. Let's go. Nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. They're wonderful lads that do a great job there. And worth reading about that man there. You were 21 when you first signed for Real Madrid. Yes. What do you remember of that transfer? Like, where were you when you first found out they were interested in you? How did you feel? Do you remember? Yeah, of course. Uh, it was a special. Uh, it was a, it was very special because um, I was playing in Turkey at that times, not in, even in the big clubs. It was Genskir uh, Bilici. I have to mention that name because. Uh, it is true with my story. So I was playing in Turkey at that time. That was the name of the club. It's not uh, one of the biggest clubs in, uh, in, in Turkey League. It is, uh, they used to play middle, uh, middle, uh, middle uh, in the table. So uh, I was playing there like that. And then suddenly I st uh, we start to saw... Uh, Journalist coming from uh, from Spain, from abroad. 
and follow follow us, follow especially me. We were wondering, all, all of the players was wondering what's going on because uh, we used to train without even we don't even have one journalist to watching or to 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 taking uh, to record our training session. But uh, suddenly we start to saw many journalists coming, and day by day they were they you know they were fully. So that is the time that uh, after the third, it was after the third or the fourth day that one of the person, one of the club manager, come to me and said uh, to uh, and and explain us the situation, starting by me, mm. saying that uh, uh, you can realize that there's a lot of journalists here, there's a lot of media here. It is because. Real Madrid mentioned that they are interest of you, hmm. and uh, me as a, f- a young footballer, young <laughs> players at that times, for me it was like uh, it's not true. It is not. Uh, it was like fake, fake news. <laughs> yes, and then uh, we start. I start. I continue to 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 to, to train uh, as usual. And play as usual without even uh, giving a, a interest, a lot of interest on on that. But uh, it was uh, at the end when I realized that uh, the the interest of Real Madrid it is true. Uh, for me, it was like a dream. <laughs> it was a dream. Uh, I, I cannot believe. It. I have to tell you that. We recently watched the Clasico from 1999, where Real Madrid goes to the Camp Nou. And that's it's the it's the famous Raul where he where he puts his fingers he, to a lips. He shot down the yeah. He sent the shot the 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 the, the, the choir to the to to the camp. Yeah, Remember? exactly. Yeah. So and you started that game. So you go into the camp. No, that season the team struggled in La Liga. You're going into that game without Roberto Carlos, without Hierro. Sedorf is on the bench. Um, he later gets sold in the winter time, but it's a very heated game with a lot of tension. What do you remember from that game? Is there anything specific? Do you remember the mindset, the, the tension, anything? Well, uh, uh, first of all, I have to tell you that I was one of the man of the match. Uh, we were two, Raul and I. Interesting. I, uh, you deserve it. You had a great game. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to tell. I have to tell you. But um, again, I was young. My, my. On my on my point of view, it was a big debut. You know, for me, this is that was that is a, that game. It is a, one of the biggest biggest uh, match in the in the world. Yeah. But on that time, to be honest, I have to tell you, for me, I was not given a sh- sorry to say that I was not given a lot of importance of that kind of uh, kind of things. My main objective was to perform well. To play and to help my team to win, I didn't have any kind of pressure that no, I have to play well. I have no. For me, I was like a like a kid to go and play a match that uh, an important match because this is one of the one of the best classical in the world at that time. How did I feel that it is because before that match, they start to talk about that match since the beginning of the season. I mean, people around us, so. The week that we were, once the match was coming, I mean, the date of the match was coming, the tension was, I mean, the people was the, talking more and more. Every time that the match was coming, people were talking about that match. On TV, you will see, you put TV, the sport uh, sport uh, programs, this, they are talking about that. You put, you, or you go on the training ground, people, the fans, would, to the fans start to tell you that, listen, the classical is coming. So we have to win that match. Everywhere, I mean, you go to the restaurant, fans, I mean, Madrid fans, was reminding you that, listen, that classic, that match, you have to kill all your best. We count of you, we need we need you to play the one of your best ever match to make some effort. So that when you listen, when you hear that kind of, that kind of things, it brings you kind of motivation that you cannot explain. You understand. So we we go to that game, especially me. I go to that game knowing that okay, this is a good game, and you have to fight. And 
suddenly you go, you, you go there to fight for your teams. And I remember the first day that we arrived there, because we used to travel the day before the games, in the airport, starting from the airport, once we land there, uh, Barcelona fans, they start to burn us. But for, for me, I mean, myself, I, it was kind of motivation that, okay, uh, I, was, I wanted to answer straight away that you will see. We were just waiting on the field to send them the answer. And that's what's happening on that game. And usually it is, on all my career, usually on that kind of games, I mean, the classical, the derby, usually you don't need motivation from the from your coach or from your manager. It is all, all every kind of, all kind of thing will happen beside that match will bring the motivation. Um, in the, the same season, what you were speaking of, the, the Barcelona game, the Manchester United game over two legs. Yes. <laughs> the I mean, you were a part of a lot of iconic games. So the second leg is the famous Redondo trick and the back heel yeah. and the assists. You, co- you come into that game when it was 3-1 and Beckham had just scored to make it 3-1. Um, do you remember, you came in for Savio, do you remember what Del Bosque told you when you were coming on, on the field, any instructions in particular? Listen, I have to tell you, Del Bosque is one of the coaches that who have, given his, who have given his trust on me. That's the first thing that I have to tell. Hmm. Well, Del Bosque knew my quality, he knew what kind of player I, I was. So for Del Bosque, at any time, it was him and me was. I mean, I I, I have to send him that recognition, recognition, recognition. How do you say that? That rec- recognition, recognition, because he was honest with me, he was clear with me, and he was like my father, you know. So, Delboski, before the match, he said, "Okay, Jeremy, I'm going to use you on this position." I say, "Okay." I did not. I don't have to complain because he was my manager, and I think he knew my quality. He knew what can I can bring to help the teams. So there were no words. But any time, every time when he need me on that, I can. He will say, "Okay, Jeremy, I want you to play winger. I want you to play right back. I want you to play centre half." And then, as a professional, I was just going there. And to be honest. For me, I wanted to play all the times, every time, all every games. But it was him who had the decision. So he just tell me when he called me before to get that that game. He said, "Jeremy, I need you. I want you. Now we are winning. I want you to work whatever to defend. We are, we are not. We are not. We are now three goals ahead. We have to go. We have to go here with the victory. So I know that you have the capacity to do that." That was just the word that he said to me. Mm. Nothing else. Mm. And when you heard that from your manager, I'm telling you, there's not nothing who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna motivate you than ever. So I just go there you, because I saw from the bench from the bench I saw what the, my my teammate have done as, as as a job. So that's why when a, a team win a a, a, a trophy. It's not just the first eleven, and because also most of the time it is the bench also who have some reconnect recognition. People forget that. Me today, today with my experience, I can say that when people come come to me and ask me, Jeremy, do you think this club can be a champions or can win uh, a trophy? My anal. My when I when I will analyze, I have to start by saying looking the bench, looking the squad, mm. because people who doesn't know footballs, they will just talk about the first eleven. But usually the season is a long season, and you will need people from the bench. And I'm telling you why in our times we had a great club or a, no a, 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 a big teams because. We all the time when you were not playing or starting when you were not starting in the as the first eleven, you you when you come in you you will gonna give your best so that 
the, the, that kind of mentality was putting the, the, the other player pressure because they knew that, no, I have to play well. Otherwise, the person who will come on the bench will play well and then I will go on the bench. So that is the time of mm. spirit to, to become a big club or to win a trophy. It is because you are bench, you have a strong bench. That when you have a strong bench, you give that bench put pressure on the first eleven. Yeah. So that is uh, that's why I think uh, we were always willing. Years after you left, Del Bosque said that you and Steve McManaman were the most important players in the team because you united them. You united the team. What does that mean to you? Like, what does uniting the team mean in this context? Is it are you vocal in the locker room? You're keeping guys grounded and humble. What does that mean? No, because what does that mean? It means because usually most of the player, it is, it which is fair enough. All the time when you are a player, you want to start as a first eleven. When you don't start, there's a frustration. Yeah, you understand, and that frustration can affect you. Can affect all the teams by the way you will take it. We, I, I'm, I'm happy he recognized that because we, we were not. Sometimes we were playing, sometimes we were not playing. But we were keeping the smile. We were keeping the motivation to our teammate. So we were part of the teams. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm not playing. Maybe it is Michel Sagado who is playing. I don't. I will not. I will. Uh, of course. I'm frustrated inside myself, but when Michel Sagado is playing, I have to motivate him. I have to give him all, all my motivation to tell him, look, give everything, you know. If you are tired, remember, I'm there. That is that's the way we will behave. And that is very important. Today, I can say that. Today, if um, um, I, take, uh, I, 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 if I take a team, I'm responsible of a team. I will, you know, the, that's the big, big. That's why you became a. When you said you said that you are a big manager, a big manager is the person that who can handle a strong dressing room. When I say strong dressing room, Real Madrid all the time will have strong dressing room. I mean, big players from the starting eleven till this to, till the bench. The big manager is the one that who can control that, who can control the ego of players that who are not playing, the ego of players who are frustrated. This is very important. This is what this is this is where the success comes from. Um did you ever I mean I, I guess I'm bouncing around a few different places here, but um you played with Fernando Redondo, obviously. Yes. Is there anything that struck you with him? Like the way he carried himself on the pitch, is there anything you learned from him specifically? I have to tell you that when I signed for Real Madrid, uh, I was coming from the, uh, a, 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 not a big teams. Real Madrid was already, of, I mean, player. Those who were playing in Real Madrid was already some of idol for me mm. because when you play in the young, in the small teams. You always watch how the big team play. So I was admired. I was so most of them. Some of them was I done. So I was. I mean, you know, uh, love them, see them play. So Redondo for me, the way he was playing. I mean, play simple, but I'm telling you, playing simple. This is the difficult things in football. <laughs> so for those who understand. Those who understand will understand what I'm saying. Play simple. You will, as as a spectator or as a player, you will say this is too simple. But this, I mean, on that, for those who knows, acting simple like that is uh, tricky. That's the very very difficult things to do. So you think some, certain players will overcomplicate? The sport when they have the ball of at their course, feet. Of course, this is why they make mistake. Hmm. I'm telling you, this is a trick in football. When you can control pass, control pass, and sometimes have a, a eyes that you some of the player doesn't see, 
you make the difference. You understand? This is the difference. This is the difference between good player and great players. You understand? Yeah. Because some players, you know, instead of giving the pass with the inside leg, the inside uh, foot, they will try to give with the outside. This is complicated. You you know, and then you, you are not sure that your your pass will arrive. Instead of giving the pass with the inside of foot, this is you will see the decision because play is also taking the good decision in the right times. This is the simple things. This is uh, this is why I was saying Ronaldo was kind type of the player. You will see him. He was not too fast. He, Ronaldo was not fast player. He was not quicker player. No, he was just intelligent. He was playing the midfield. Uh, I, because sometimes I can play midfield. But because he knows the shortcut, he knows the, how to anticipate. This is the difficult things to do. You, you have energy, you are so fast, you are so quick, stronger, but you don't have that intelligence to you know, decide that time, that take the good decision to anticipate. Because if you have to anticipate, it's a kind of, you have to read the games. Yeah. So you don't have that trick. He used to have that trick, and I tell, I'm telling you, I play with Rodondo. He's not the fastest player ever. He's not the quicker player ever. But if you see him on this position that he's playing, take, I mean, tackle, taking the ball from the opponent. He was uh, when you look his stats, it is because he was anticipate. He was reading the game. This is the difficult things to do. Do you ever go back and rewatch your goal that you scored against Oliver Kahn? Because it brings a smile to my face every time. Oh my word! I would, I would love if that's uh, the, the the favor that I, I was going. I was going to ask you because uh, you are a journalist. I, I need some articles, some uh, kind of uh, because I don't have. I mm. don't have. So I need to. Uh, I need that because on my age now, when I sit down like now, confined. I, I, I need some things to do. If uh, you have uh, uh, some kind of things like that or uh, pictures, please send to me. Sure. To me. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I watched it uh, yesterday. But, uh, ah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I, I, it's true that I'm not too good on the, <laughs> on, the, on the social media. I just get inside now because of the confinement. But, um, I, so I even have my my page to that I have to, you know, put in these kind of things of as a memory to, on my page. So I need that. So that is uh, that's uh, that's the favorite that I was going. I'm going to ask you. So, but well, I, 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 of course, I will never forget that. And it is maybe some people will forget that because I have to tell you that it is because of that goals that we qualified. If you remember, if uh, you remember, if it's because of the. The, the goal we score away will give us the qualification for the next round. Yeah, yeah. So this is and of course uh, in Real Madrid I didn't score a lot. I didn't score a lot, and this is one of my goals that I scored. So it will stay forever, forever in my <laughs> in my in my mind. So no, I never forget that goals. But the good thing is that it is always most of the times uh, from uh, I mean social from Madrid. Who remind me that say, Jeremy, you remember the goal you scored uh, against Bayern the minute, and that is and people forget uh, forget that it is that goal who give who make us pass to the second uh, yeah. for the next round because right. because uh, when you score uh, if you remember we lost that game two one so yeah yeah two -one. and then we came in Bernabeu we won one zero so Anelka score something like that or I don't remember. But I just, uh, I think that, that that's, but because of the goal that we score away, will make us pass for the for the next round. Yeah, you know, I think Real Madrid beat Bayern twice when you were there. One was Anelka scored in both games, and then the second one you scored in Munich, and then Zidane scored the one nil in the exactly. yeah in the, yeah. In the, in the, in yeah. the second leg. Yeah. 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 Um, when you beat Valencia in the Champions League final. Do you any stories from the celebrations? That anyone, any any party stories? Anything that you remember that like you, you'll never forget from that night? Inside the plane, oh, oh my word! I, did I, I, did I, did I, do I have to tell what's happening on the plane? No, I'm kind of person that 
the thing who happened inside the dressing room have to stay in the <laughs> room. So I just remember that we were just crazy, crazy in the in the plane in our way back. Um, I always have to ask this story of any uh, ask this question anyone I can. Do you have any stories about Raul? No, I uh, um, I have to tell you, I have a lot of story, but a lot of respect. You understand? I respect, respect, respect. Why? Because. What the story? We were in the. Remember, what that's true. Training session. Yeah. We are playing. We are training for the set set pieces. I'm not in the first eleven. Of course, I am in the second. Uh, I'm in the. I am in the. The second team, the team that was marking the first eleven. Mm-hmm. I went to Raul. I said, "Okay, okay, you're not gonna score. Me, I'm marking you. It is me who's marking you. You cannot. You're not gonna score." He said. He said to me, "Jeremy, listen. Look, before I think it was Figo who was crossing. We were playing uh, uh, corner in training ground. We were training for the set pieces." He said to me, listen, Jeremy, look, look, the ball will come to me. The ball will come to me. I swear to God. <laughs> and then I said, you are not going to touch this ball. You are not going to score. I said, I swear to God. You know what he did? <laughs> Before people, I'm telling you, uh, this is a true story. He, he just make, he just make like, he's going for the, in the first leg, in the first ball. But, and then because I was marking him, what I did, I, we were running. He stopped suddenly, and then he went to the second ball, and then the ball come to him there. But because he faint, he, the, the, the faint that yeah. came to me, I went, and then I was late. I swear to God, the ball come to him, and then he scored. <laughs> I said, since that, I said to him, that's why I was saying, respect, respect, and then I said, because Raul is a scorer. And people will say, how come? The goal he scored is too easy. It's because he has some things reading. I was telling you, reading the games, reading the position, reading everything. This is the type of thing that, this is the quality that many players, many strikers, and then as long as my career, I think all my career, I didn't show many players like him. But I tell you, I played with many kind of strikers. But Raul was the person smelling and then reading. Can you imagine? Can you imagine an example? You give as you as a defender, you give back ball to the goalkeeper. You know what Raul will do? Raul will run. He knows that he is like a fifty meter. No, no, not not fifty. Ten meters before you, as a defender, you pass the ball to the keepers. Mm. This is an option. Let's say you are a defender. As a defender, Raul start to make a pressure. He give the defender give back the ball to the goalkeeper because the goalkeeper is free. It's, and Raul it is five, ten meters from the goalkeeper. If you as a footballer, first thing, because they send back the ball to the keeper, you will you you will stop. And I mean those who know football or can understand what I'm saying. You on your mind straight away, okay, you will say, okay. There's no points that I will chase that ball. And suddenly you will stop and then wait just the goalkeeper kick the ball away. You know mm. what Raul did? Mm. Raul will follow until the goalkeeper <laughs> kick the ball. Mm. And most of the times, and not most of the times, sometimes Raul, he follow and then bam, the goalkeeper make a mistake, Raul score. Mm. Why I'm saying that this is the, this is kind of things that you there's not many players who can make that. This is the difference. You understand? Yeah. Most of the times as a player you will just say, okay, finish. There's no way there's not uh, there's not way there's not uh, option that I have to change that ball because it is already easy easy that the goalkeeper will kick but Raul will chase. And then you Raul will be always in the good position. He will be always Right in the in good position in the right times. This is the quality that most of the fourth striker doesn't have. That's why Raul 
have becoming the most best scorer ever in Real Madrid. Because people were all the time saying, Raul, how come Raul score? How come Raul score? I said, that's the quality that many, many players doesn't have. He has the quality that, because people close to me was asking me, how is Raul? How is Raul? Because we don't see a lot of quality with Raul. I said to them, Raul has the quality that most of the players around the world doesn't have. I, there's a few players like him. I will mention another one. Uh, Izagi. Pico Izagi. Yeah, yeah. They were the type, that type of player. But I'm telling you, it is a very, very, very important quality. And I learned that from him because when I give some advice to a young player, I said to him, look, you as a striker, you have to just think goal, goal. But when you think goal, it's also the move, how you move in front of the goal. And that is what Traum was doing. And it is a quality that most of the player doesn't have. So for me, Raul, it is one of the players who have impressed me a lot. Me as a defender, I mark him because I said to him, it is it will be it is too easy for me to mark Raul because Raul is not strong player. Raul is yeah. not fast player. He's not no. But <laughs> could you imagine another story that you mark Raul? Okay, you as a defender because you have to also control the balls. But you have to also control the player who is who, who, who you are marking. But sometimes you you mark Raul and then suddenly he disappears. You don't you are not understand. You don't understand. And then he's already there. This is what how Raul was doing. He's not. This is kind of intelligence that many people doesn't have. I mean, Raul should be. I'm telling you, me. If I am a president of a club, I will say I will recruit Raul to so Raul to train to put that kind of movement he had intention he had on the striker. Mm. This is important. I'm telling you. I, I, sorry, I'm long to, to that story. But no, no, this is amazing. Which is true because. Many players doesn't have this quality. Okay, you will see there's a lot of players with kind of quality, with different quality, but this is the main quality for a striker. Because a striker, you, you, your main main role is to score goals. To score goals, of course, with their own quality, but the quality that Raul has, it's the quality that will make a lot of difference. We as a defender, me as a defender, I prefer, let me tell you another one. I, when I was playing defender, I mean center half, I prefer a player that we're going to, we're going to fight. I, I, you know, we're going to fight, I mean, fight for the ball. Fight, uh, you know, close to him. Yeah. So, but because I, I hate, I hate to play. I hate to play against player that you look at, you will always search at him. And Raul was those, was that kind of player. Mm. You because football, you have to follow the ball also, and then you have to follow your defender. You are you are a player that you mark, and it's not too easy to combine that because most of the time you are focused on the balls, and then you forgot you forgot to mark your player. And the player that who are clever all the time, Raul was just he will not look where is the ball. For him, the first intention was was to try to. Get away from his the mark from his marker, and this is difficult player. And for me, when I saw the player that that kind of player, I say, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have a very bad, a very, a very bad the night of the game." <laughs> but if I play with a player that, okay, I will feel him on my chest. We will fight because I know that I'm well trained. I went, so so we will fight. So I think I'm I, I I'm eighty percent sure that. I will win my. I will win my. I will my 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 the opponent. Yeah. So you gave such an amazing story and multiple stories about Raúl. I have to ask. Can you also give something similar about Zidane? Anything he did in training that that amazed you or on the pitch? Any stories there? <laughs> you mean. Out of the pitch, or I, I mean both. I mean, in, whether on training, in training, or off the pitch, any any stories, any anecdotes? I have 
something with the hand easier than than your foot so i was always said to zidane zidane <laughs> the way you manage the ball is like all is all is almost like uh, with the hand yeah you yeah. understand yeah that is one of the things that the quality that you have out of the pitch you know zidane was um this is true zidane is a he's a has he's a temper he's a temper quiet guys mm. And then I remember the first times after uh, many times I saw him uh, when he was coach. My first question was, "How come Zidane? You know that you have you have impressed me a lot." He said, "Why?" I said, "Zidane, I know you as a quiet person, but how come suddenly you have transformed yourself? Because I can show you now on the bench coming out and then screaming or sometimes giving the direction." Because what I'm telling you, Zidane, those who know Zidane, I've and I've played with Zidane. He was a type of person, quiet person. Mm. You understand? Yeah. I can even be very strong with him, shy person. I. Yes. Well, I've heard stories of he he would be very quiet in the locker room, but every now and then, rarely he would speak, and when he would speak, everybody would listen. Is that is that accurate? Yes. That's very true. Because because he was a shy person and he was not talking too much. Mm. But of course, you know, first of all, when Zidane, you know, the first two, three months as like many players, he had some difficulty to gel, to gel himself. But once he started to play well in Alvariva and then he start to take the leadership on the pitch. Leadership by, I mean, first 11 to show that I am the boss. Mm. And then the respect comes steadily. Because this is how, you know, among, among a group of players, young players or a group of team, the leadership, leadership normally, you win your leadership by playing very well. And normally you get it straight away. If you, became, if you are a big player, your teammate will respect you already. Your team will respect you. If you don't even want whatever, team will respect you. And then you became leader naturally. You became a leader naturally because of the result that you're producing. So what will come from you? And people want to hear from you. People want to know from you. People want to learn from you. So at that time, suddenly, any time that you will intervene or you will say something, people will listen very well. Yeah. You know, because you have proof on the pitch. So that's that is the life of Zidane during my during my times. He gained, he won that by playing, performing very well and then all the times when Zidane was saying something and because he was not talking too much. That's the the interesting things. He was not talking too much. He was a shy I'm telling you he's too strong but I can't, I can't, I'm not going to say that but uh, he was a quiet person shy is too much to say but once he was he, once he talk people Ali mm. it's like uh, it's like a god when the god says something straight away even it's not right or whatever people straight away listen and respect so when I saw Zidane I was telling you with that anecdote when I saw Zidane I said wow you know you have impressed me a lot and I said, he said why I say, I knew, I know you is that. I know that uh, you don't want to, you don't, you are not the type of person talking, even on the media, even in the media, Zidane was not talking too much in the media. Zidane was not talking too much in the press. He was, but now I saw you, I said to him, I shook his hand, I said, congratulations, you have my respect because you. I saw something on you that 
I thought that you cannot go to make it, but you make it. So I, that's why I said congratulations and then well done. You have proved me that sometimes you can, sometimes if you want to do something, even if it's not your quality, but you can make it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you've played multiple positions under Del Bosque, sometimes right back, sometimes right winger, sometimes defensive midfielder. Was yeah. there one position where you felt most comfortable that, you know, and what was the, the tactical adjustment you have to make in your mind at each position? If I'm going to t- first, I'm going to start to tell you that I regret. Uh, I will say it again. I, I regret a lot because uh, I was just that, that, that type of player. Uh, why? This is one also my my why I left Real Madrid because. When you play this kind of roles, of course you are an important player, but you you are not regular. You are not play regularly, mm. and uh, it, it come it, it come to cause you. I mean, on your career, people will forget you quick, quicker. Mm. Uh, luckily, the both I said I mentioned that, but I knew that what I, I was bringing to Real Madrid because when I played. For a team that give all my best, and as a player, you want to play every match. So I regret a lot because I was not as you know, I was not playing regularly because of my polyvalent. Mm. And again, I regret again that why I decided to play defender or midfield defender. To be honest, if I wanted to restart my career, I was going to play forward because. If you see football today, uh, people always, I mean, most of the spectators or those who follow football, they always remember the people who scored goals, <laughs> which is, yes. So uh, we, won, we won titles in Real Madrid. If you, people will have forget that people like us, like Solari, like Savio, like we have, yeah. like, we have done a lot. But... Those who doesn't know football will not remember that. And today, back of my place now, because I'm not playing anymore, I I saw Solari last time. I said Solari, I said to Solari, do you remember that? It is because of us that we have performed, we, we became a galactic. It is because we were putting those who the first level pressure, they were under pressure. That's to, that suddenly affected the result of the the, the, the team. If a club has some big player, big names, those big names sometimes they don't they don't do a lot because they know that they are the first choice already. But once once they know that they, they are people behind there if they don't perform well, when once they will come, they will not they will sit on the bench. So it gave them the motivation to prove that you are the first eleven. Mm. So that's why I said again, I regret because I, I on my career I play eleven, but not too much. I'm not saying regretting, but uh, I said if I want to start again my career, I will start. I will play for, <laughs> in attack so that uh, I will have more fun because everyone at the end of the day want to have people love him, people admire him, people uh, cherry him. And most of the times, that goes to those who score goals. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it, it cannot go also for those who do some good jobs or who play well. I, I I also I also accept that people love me. I know that on my time people love me in Madrid because of what the way I will, my I will play. I was playing with my heart. I was giving everything, you know, everything. And then some people was was loving me for that. But when you look at the majority, sometimes because they don't understand too much, this is football. They don't understand too much that football it is a collective games, and one there's a victory, it is a collective victory. But uh, the majority that knows only that those who scores, they are the one that they, they, they share well. So then, would you say was was it? After after you left Real Madrid, was there a point in your career where you felt, you know, this is now Jeremy the footballer? You know, I I've reached my peak. Uh, whether it was at Chelsea or Newcastle, did you feel like you re- you reached another level at that stage of your career? 
No, but you do you know? I have to tell you something that you don't know. I mm. left Real Madrid by myself. Yeah, you know? yeah. Real Madrid doesn't doesn't want to leave me. I, I that's why I decide to go alone. And if you if you if you go and check, I went I, I went alone to Middlesbrough, and in Middlesbrough I was playing right winger. And if you check, go and check now. Mm. If you check now in Middlesbrough, I score almost eleven goals. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. And because it was my decision, I decided that when I was telling you that if I wanted to restart my career, because I decided that I will go, I want to go, and then I want to change the position. And then I go, I left Real Madrid because I said to, I went to speak with Real Madrid. I said, no, I don't want to stay. And I remember uh, the, the signed uh, Carlos, he came, he said, he want me to stay. I said, no, 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 I have to go because I was young. And then I wanted to play. You know, when you are young, you are you enjoy playing. My my, I mean, for my time, my goal was just to play every weekend yeah. because I wanted to play. And that's why I decided. I spoke with uh, on, at that time. I spoke with uh, uh, Real Madrid. It was Jorge Jorge Valdano, mm-hmm. director, club director. Yeah. I went to him. I said, Look, Jorge. I have, I'm going to I have to go. Jorge said, no, we need you. We have. We want you. We want you, Jeremy. You are a very important player. I said, no, listen, you, you, I, I understand that, but me, my head is not here anymore. Mm. So what happened, Real Madrid said, okay, now we are not, uh, we are not, let, leave you go, I will give, send you a lot. I went on, uh, so I went alone that year in Middlesbrough, but uh, I'm telling you, I enjoy and I changed the position. People, even my closer friends were saying, Jeremy, why? What's happened? You play now, winger? I said, listen, it is my decision. I have decided that. And this is the best thing that I've done to my career. I said to them, I wanted to show that I can play. I can play forward or in attack and then perform well. And I remember I had a very, people don't remember that, but I, I really enjoyed that season. I scored 11 goals. And did you, when you went to Chelsea? Yes. Um, did you did you feel like that was an extension of the the success at Middlesbrough? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Because I I, I remember we played. How did I sign for Chelsea? It is, I, I was the first player that Chelsea have signed. One, uh, I mean, on the Abramovich, Abramovich once Abramovich took the teams. Yep. Because uh, I perform. Uh, we played against Chelsea. I mean, twice uh, also in the, uh, in the in the league. But I I I create. I caused them a lot of. I score. I create them a lot of problems. And also, I had to be honest. I had a lot of offered offered in in England because I had. A good, a good season. I'm telling you, I had a good season. That's why Chelsea signed me. And then I come back. When I came to to, to Madrid, uh, I remember uh, Keros, they just signed Keros. Keros yeah. spoke with me. Keros spoke with me, said that he need me. I said, okay. We went, we, we could we could not, um, uh, we didn't, we didn't, underst- we didn't um, understand about the, 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 the contract. That's why I said no, because I had a better offer. And then I said, okay, I prefer to, this is another, uh, let me try another, another adventure. Mm. Mm. Um, do you remember much from Jose Mourinho on your last year there? Of course. Anything uh, interesting? I, I have a lot of, I have some anecdotes with Mourinho. And then also, I have to tell you that Mourinho also, he was the coach that who knew my quality, who knew my truth. So we were, we were, I'm telling you, uh, one anecdote with Mourinho was like a kind of thing, the person that, and he's also one of the guys, why he's a good coach? Because he's the kind of guys who can handle his dressing room. Mm. You know, I mean, this is the thing that I have to say because of the back of the date now I can say that if you today I'm a manager to be to be a manager a big manager I have to say that it's not technically that okay it is part but the big manager make the difference if today I I, I, I am I have the possibility to uh, to handle a team no it's not technical because in the big teams you have already big players. 
tactically everything they will they make it easy because they understand already uh, easily the bigger things it is the dressing room i'm mm. telling you the bigger challenge it is the dressing room that's why a big manager make the difference that's why most of the man big manager will make the difference because you can you know people almost most of the time they said uh, if they give me real madrid i will become the big manager okay i i i will, I, I will ask myself if they are not the quality to handle the dressing room i don't think they can do it because one of the biggest problem in, in big teams it is the dressing room yeah because most of the uh, when you look the squad they are all big big player and when you are uh, you have big player they make your training session or your match easy it is because i remember when i was I left from turkey to madrid you could see the difference because the player which i'm playing with is they understand me what easy i can understand them easily you understand yeah That's yeah so training sometimes i would say training a big teams is easy but it is handled big that's the problem it is handled the dressing room handled the ego of big player that's the problem that's why that's where you have to be big manager mm. because training session it is simple how are you going to teach Zidane to cross the ball how are you going to teach Zidane to pass the ball how you know because he had already that quality so it is so easy to train Real Madrid people would think like that but the way you will face problem trouble it is the big it is on the dressing room because that, that is where the frustration come and then you know that in one group of the player once there's a frustration it affect the result mm. in everywhere it affect the result yeah but when when you have a strong you handle well the the dressing room you have a strong dressing room you can beat when most of the team how their success you're going to ask most of the player why the success it is because the, the team are well harmony they love each other they help each other the the atmosphere is good there's not frustration that's why they fight for some things they, they just go for fight for some things victory yeah um jeremy i want to ask you one more question before i let you yeah. go um do you did you have a favorite teammate at real madrid or someone you hung out with the most like someone you always either was your mentor or someone you always were with is there anyone that you always gravitated towards well, luckily uh, i mean until now luckily uh, people say that uh, you people i mean i'm the humble and simple person i always say that i know where i'm coming from so i used to get well with most of the squad yeah but with everywhere so if it, i can realize now because when i saw if it, for example tomorrow we now we fly for the testimonial matches with when we met up we met with a team a former teammate we it is if joy man we love it. we will start to laugh it is like we give some big heart for example last time i met fernando hierro with uh, ivan campo it was like uh, you know we remember we remember the, the time that we had together and you know it is so i used when you ask me i used to get well with everyone i think i think also people lose, used to appreciate me used to love me if I can send you if you can go if you see someone that I play with ask him how was Jeremy I think he will even is is very is in a good position to tell you who I am mm. but uh, me to be honest no with everyone it was just joyness and because I have I was luckily because in Real Madrid most of the times I was like that make making some joke making some magic trick making some everything i was the guy that bringing the joy in the dressing room hmm. you ask ask many player where we are in the camp like that i was coming i will come in the table i say okay i'm going to make magic i call all the teams come beside me i say i have a coin on my hand i said this coin will disappear everyone is try to everyone all the guys around me say how come he's going to do it how come you know this is was to just to put animals in the teams so i was that type, i was that type of person mm. so yeah 
Well, I'm sure that's part of the reason why Del Bosque said what he said about you too. I mean, those qualities are important. Well, I mean, I, this, that was me, you know, mm. because uh, when I, you have, I have to tell you that uh, when you are in the team or when you play for a team, do you know that that teammate, they are part of your family because you saw them every day, every week. You sleep with them, you fly with them, so you even see them, you even see them than lot than your family, you know? So I am the type of person that with that mentality, I love people. So uh, so that kind of uh, attitude straight will make me love people that I am with. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm faithful with my, with the people around me. I'm not a fake people. So that's why sometimes I'm, I would be disappointed when you disappoint me, when you, you know, because I give you all my, my faithful, my interest, because a team is a family, a family group of people. Because you, every day you train together, you will try to, you, you will, you fly, you will go away, play with the, against some opponent. And then that's where, you know, the link became stronger and stronger. Can you imagine you are a Real Madrid player, you go to play in Russia, against Russia teams. When you are there, if you fight, you're going to fight for your teammate. If someone attack you, your teammate will come and protect you. This is kind of thing that will make me... It's the same when you go to play against... A, I'm talking about fight, but it, mm. it becomes a match. It's kind of fight. Mm. You understand? Yeah. So is, that is the kind of thing that you have to... You know, this is how you have to behave. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Jeremy. It was... It was it was condensed, very condensed. Uh, Jeremy and I spoke well over an hour, and I had to kind of go through and and take out the most interesting snippets because we had a lot of small talk before, after, throughout. That uh, that I, I didn't want you guys to sit through all of that, but I just wanted to kind of give you a glimpse of what the the highlights of the conversation were. So before I wrap it up, I want to give a shout out to our ten dollar plus patrons, who are as follows: Mikhail Nilsson, Frederick Sundros, John Fernandez, Said Mahat. Bellaccio, Adam Dorsey, Frederick Rantakiro, Leon Stavronakis, Christian Gonzalez, Bjorn Salvador, Ilian Zako, Yahya Ibrahim, Willie Reed, Nick Ribeiro, Eric Rogers, Tyler Simon, Sad Omar, Oluwapamimo, Oladunjoy, Christian Toff, Charles Williams, Tarek Sphere, Kunal Tilakar, Marin Myrtle, Tyler Dixon, Raghav Potluri, Jeff Thurston, Gary Kohut, Sujaiwani, Pena Maradisa, San Francisco Bay Area, Brandon Stevens, Castro Moscala, Catherine Fagundo, Rafael Servia, Karen Scherer, Somanchu Singh, Brandon Powers, Nelson Masariego, Umar Mahadi, Rovi Tahiev, Anthony Armesto, Shabazz Sharapov, Varun Ashik Bashar, AMB6901, Faisal Hamdan, Alex Perez, Muxi Thangal, Sergio Arispe, Graham Gerard, Matan Baron, Kevin Ribeiro, Michael Kurchon, Zafar Chaudhuri, Keith Lizenby, Hassan Chaudhuri, Tobias Arroyo, Butcher, Mago Yusuf, Magnus Lex, Jason Fitz, Solomon Ortiz, Fabian Moreno, and Philip Hammer. Thank you guys so much for your support. You are awesome. Love you very much. And Alamari. Thank you.